recording in progress technical issues over (laughs) (laughs) amazing (laughs) all right well welcome to episode eight of the academy of self-loves podcast I am your host, Alana Abby Walker, and I am obsessed with all things self-development and have learned so much on my journey of life that I want to share it with you. Um, This is a podcast about self-love and self-worth and why these factors are the key ingredients to living the life you dream of and being the person you've always dreamed of being. And we are going to teach you how to build the life of your dreams on this show episode by episode. So I am so excited that I have my first uh, podcast guest that the first episode of the year. This is Anne Peterson. Um, Anne is an EFT tapping self-empowerment and conscious dating coach. And today we're going to be talking all about EFT tapping and how it can help you in all different areas of your life. So Anne, maybe you want to introduce yourself a little bit more. And my first question to you is, what is EFT tapping for anyone who doesn't know? I'm so honored to be here and to be the first guest and have the first show of the year. Thank you so much. It's really it's really a pleasure to be here and to connect with you and to speak all things self-love because I share the same mission as you, just speaking and teaching about self-love because that's the base of everything. Exactly. And... Yes, um, I am a EFT practitioner, I'm a mindset coach, and I am building a community of women, and it's a global community of women who are elevating, who are getting out of dating drama and relationship shit shows, and we use EFT tapping and personal development and mindset reset to elevate into our full potential, because personal experiences and through my healing journey and throughout elevating myself, I've realized how much the whole dating and relationship misery can really take your life energy out of you. You are completely not focusing on what is important in life and focusing on pleasing someone else on external validation, external love. And I am I fell very deep. So I am now here inspiring and helping people to understand that's now that's not what it has to be. We have to come from a point of self-love, self-acceptance, and be whole with who we are. And then everything externally is just a nice add-on. It's just, you know, that your partner should be your add-on, should be your your someone you do life with not someone you do life for and um, leaving everything behind for a person is not romantic and that's a Disney I don't know that's some something that we are being taught by society that that is romantic and I want to just spread the word and say, no, you love yourself first, you are whole yourself. And then everything externally, the career, the money, the men, the women, the whatever you want is there to add to your beautiful life, but you are whole already. That's basically what I do. That's what I teach in the, (laughs) (laughs) that's what I teach in the community. And that's what we we do. We call it elevate uh, because that's what we do. We elevate constantly. And yes, there's a lot of focus on dating and a lot of focus on getting out of dating drama and relationship shit shows. And, and then more, 
because this is just where it starts. Breaking these patterns is the foundation to finding yourself. It's the foundation to coming home. It's the foundation to finding back to your greatness and your wholeness. I do this because I was on the journey of dating misery, relationship shit shows, like you name it, I've been through it. And one day I woke up and I realized I have to change. I learned all about codependency and all these things. And it was at a time where therapy wasn't, it was just not financially available for me, but also it was mostly throughout the pandemic. So there were very limited times and I had, I had severe anxiety. I had PTSD and um, I was just at the very, very bottom. I was alone feeling like at a lowest point in my, in my life with a newborn baby. So I had to really up level my life. And I, there was something, I was in a women's shelter where I said something has to change. So I changed and I had a panic attack and because I had um, life and mindset coaching done previous years, I already knew about tapping, but I'd never really integrated it. So tapping is a mind body connection to answer your question first Um, Mm -hmm. is a mind body tool to, in which you press acupoint points on your body, on your face and on your hand to calm down your nervous system. So it's basically acupuncture without the needles. And it is a scientifically based procedure that helps you with anxiety, with depression, with phobias, and with PTSD. It is so simple that it also is painful when you learn about it, that you haven't learned about it earlier. All you do is literally tap a few points on your upper body and your face and you talk about an issue that is pressing to you and you feel better so what happens is in your brain you have a part that's called the amygdala that is responsible for your fight or flight response it's responsible for you sensing danger and then sending the adrenaline cortisol all that out to your body to react in danger sometimes our amygdala and our brain thinks we are in danger when we are actually not so when we have anxiety for example we think we are in danger and we are really not tapping sends a calming signal to this part of your brain that says everything is okay so when you have a panic attack doing tapping calms you down immediately Tapping can also be used for changing limiting beliefs. So when you feel like talking about dating is press is like comes comes up with not deep anxiety, but a little bit of a yucky feeling, tapping on that is changing your perspective of it. It's like taking, yeah. you know, when you have a vision gog like the horses that go on carriages. And they have the, these the horse these, blinders. Yeah. The horse blinders. Yes. Yeah. It's like taking them off when you tap. Yeah. Because you're so focused. You've got this tunnel vision. And when you tap, you take that tunnel vision out and you're like, oh, I'm cool. I'm calm now. So you are changing the way you look at things. You are calming your nervous system while you tap. And you rewire your brain and your body into feeling safe when it comes to a topic so that can be I like to use tapping 
it can either be an emergency thing. So it's like, okay, you have a panic attack, let's tap. It can also be something that you can integrate into your life as an as a little helper to do with whatever is is annoying you, whatever is stressing you out, whatever yeah. is 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 like where where do you have a limiting belief? So you can use tapping in like emergency things, but you can extend it into your life as an everyday tool and help to 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 elevate, to improve. Yeah, yeah. I've really found that um I'll explain a little bit about how I learned about EFT tapping in a bit, but I've really found that originally, you know, I used it the same way I was dealing with panic attacks when I was dealing with some traumatic situations and it was life-changing. Like I was a little bit skeptical when I first came into it. I wasn't sure about it. I tried so many different types of uh, you know, therapies and and healing work and when I found this, it, you're right. It seems like it's such a simple thing. It's like, how have I not known about this? How is this not in some ways it is intuitive. Like I think if you watch children, for example, sometimes children will automatically do some of these things to self-soothe and we don't necessarily continue that on as adults or we lose part of that. But learning about EFT tapping really helped me sort of remember that side of how we used to use physicality and movement and, um, and things like this to really help self-soothe. So, yeah. Um, and then if you could just explain to what EFT stands for, like the, the actual EFT. <laughs> emotional freedom technique, which that's what it does. It helps you move with your emotions, essentially. It is a tool to when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel anxiety, when you feel stressed, when you feel angry, whatever you feel that isn't feeling good in your body, you tap on it and that's it. It frees you from the pressing intense emotions inside of you it helps you deal with it yeah yeah absolutely so my next question to you which you've already sort of gone into but maybe you can elaborate a little bit more is what is your story around finding EFT tapping and wanting to share it with the world so you touched on it but is there a little bit more that sort of inspired you and how you got involved in actually wanting to coach other people on it Yes. So I have become a life coach before I've gotten through my big life crisis, which I'm going to say, I, th I guess it was a sign from the universe saying, oh, if you really want to be a coach, I'm going to give you a bigger lesson and you have to level up a few things. <laughs> and um, now then you're, when you're ready, we, we would just let you be born, basically. Yeah. Um, so I've learned about a lot of mod modalities, a lot of techniques and um I just learned it now through life again. Like I've really experienced deep like trauma, big trauma. And I had a newborn baby. So doing intense breath work, I'm a huge fan of breath work as well. I couldn't do that because I was a single mom um, with a newborn baby. So yeah. I, I didn't have time. I had to something like I did cold showers. That was fine. But I still had a, I couldn't shower every day because you have the baby and you have to like really take care of that, of that human being. Um, so I had to find a modality because um, I was so, so willing to change. I, my big mm -hmm. intention was, I said, something is wrong with me, that this is the situation I'm in. Um, I don't want my daughter to be there when she's 30. Like I have to yeah. change something because that's the pattern I will probably give her if I'm not elevating, if I'm not changing. I don't want to pass on this trauma. This trauma train stops here. Yeah. What yeah. can I do? 
so that was just my like my intention to the universe that's I changed the story I was in I remember I was in the um woman's shelter and I changed the question because usually I changed the question I was running away from domestic violence and mm. um I was like usually saying why is he not changing why does he not become a decent human being yeah. it's not that hard and then I changed the story to how did I end up here yeah. So I took the responsibility to me and I'm not blaming anyone for domestic violence or when, when shit happens to you, it's not your fault. It's absolutely horrible. But there are some things that has got that have something to do with you being in that situation. And I'm talking about beliefs. I'm talking about how you see yourself. So mm-hmm. I remember asking, what's the lesson here? What's the lesson? And it, the, the, it came up, self-respect, self-love. So I was like, this can't be the lesson. This is such a simple little thing. This can't be the lesson. I can't be that low if that's the the lesson. But it was because I had no self-esteem. I had no self-respect. I was a doormat. Mm. So people who did have no respect, I had no respect for me. So I attracted people in who didn't have respect for me. I believed shitty things around love. I didn't think that um, healthy, good love actually existed. I thought men were cheaters, men treated you badly. So of course that was the reality I got myself into. And so I I changed the question of saying, what have I got to do with it? And then it just became clearer and clearer of saying, you have to change from within. It's not the, the outside is not going to change because you had a similar situation 10 years ago, you didn't really learn the lesson. So let's just do it. So I was when I got myself into a safer environment and into an environment where I could actually start healing, because that's another thing you need quietness and you need peace around you to actually heal, to get over your, and I mean, this, this situation gives you PTSD. So I was then got into a pandemic where I was blessed with being alone, which was Mm -hmm. very, very necessary. I couldn't also run away from myself anymore. I used to live like, travel the world I sailed in Australia I lived in all sorts of different countries and had lived a pretty wild life but I also was running away from myself and my thoughts and so I was like the universe was like nope if you want to change here you go you can't go anywhere you can't be anywhere and you're just there be with yourself and we give you the daughter so you can actually elevate and actually start your life newly and trauma train steps here so figure this shit out so I did. And I remember I had a panic attack and I like breathing didn't help. Nothing really helped. So I just did a tapping thing because I thought, oh, they say that that helps. So let's just try this. And within 10 minutes, I was calm. Yeah. So yeah. I used that for myself for calming myself down. And then I used it for, I think because I used it over, I didn't nec- I didn't even know that I had PTSD at that time, mm-hmm. but I was de- I was dealing with such anxiety and panic attacks. I used tapping every like I think five times a day, six times a day, maybe yeah. sometimes even every hour. So to just calm myself down, and over time I had changed, and I then tapped on things like self love, being like, okay, I just like myself, I love myself, and. I just over I just integrated this tool because that was kind of the only tool that was possible for me to use as a single mom in this situation with like I didn't have you don't have a lot of time and you mm-hmm. 
the tapping is something that works. It's quick and you can do it even with a baby sitting next to you. You don't really have to go into a deep meditative state. I mean, I had a huge spiritual awakening in that time as well, mm -hmm. but going into a meditative state, state and being still and being with yourself wasn't always an option because you're always on high alert because you have a baby. So yeah. tapping was amazing for me in that time because it was so practical and it was so quick. And after I've healed and felt good, I used it and still use it for blasting limiting beliefs. So when it then came for me, I was at one point, I said, okay, I'm, got, I'm ready to actually date. I've like found myself. I have, I know what I want in life. And so I did dating differently and I tapped on my codependency issues. I kept tapped on um, my my beliefs around men, my beliefs around myself, on how I'm treated, like having a problem with receiving love and giving out love and having an open heart, like all of these things. So that's that was the next level of healing for me. First, it was yeah. post-traumatic stress and all that. Then it was like, okay, that's the foundation of my life. What do I want? And I realized I want a family. I want love. I want like true love. That's really something that I, that I, that I want. And I started with loving myself first. Yeah. And when I felt I was ready, because you're never really ready. I was like, okay, I'm going to start dating now and I'm going to see how that works. So that's when the whole dating, I did the dating thing differently. And we talk all about it in the, in the membership, but tapping just helped me throughout every step on my journey. And it was so practical. It was so easy that there was something there that it was like I it's I need to talk about it more I need I, I got so passionate and so into this modality that it's like I need to share this and I start I had clients so I used it on clients before I became a real practitioner and I was just amazed by the by the by the by the benefits of it and by the results that I had personally and then I saw that with my clients I saw it with friends when they called me had panic attacks or something happened tapping calmed them down immediately yeah um and then I got all this feedback that was positive and yes at, then at one point I was just like this is what I do it's just I cannot not do this so I yeah I yeah. do I do one-on-one -on -one tappings now I've built this community because I'm yeah, I'm also so passionate on changing the story of self, self-esteem, self-love, and that you're worthy of having a better life. So exactly. yeah, it's my Elevate is spelled E-L-L-A and then Vate, because my daughter's name is Ella. Um, so we played with the name a little bit and we just are, so I'm gathering women all over the world to really elevate. And we start with the with the base, that is self-love. And oftentimes those who struggle with relationships, dating, et cetera, don't have a lot of self-love. So that's yeah. the base where we start. We start here and then ditch the drama, whatever your drama is, and then break the break that pattern and move up. And tapping just helps you so immensely with it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm totally there with you on the self-love thing. I mean, that's why <laughs> that's what birthed yeah. this podcast. It's what's birthing my uh my new business. And, you know, to me, it's really the the foundation of everything. You know, I've gone through my whole spiritual awakening journey, everything about self-love, self-development, and really what it comes down to is 
the growth, but where does that growth start? The growth starts with you first. And, you know, it's so important for people to learn. And I don't think, you know, I mean, there are lots of people who are starting to learn this stuff, but really understanding that, you know, it starts with you and your inner world and whatever you create on your inner world, you then project onto your external world. And so, yeah. And thank you for being so vulnerable and opening up about your story, because that's really empowering actually that you, you know, were in such a, a, a dark place going through all those things of PTSD, et cetera. And you found this modality that has helped you. And now you want to share it with the world. And that's really, that's beautiful. I, I can't remember. I'm, I'm always awful with quotes, but um, who was it? Was it Vincent van Gogh? I don't know. Something about, um, you know, the purpose in life is really to find your gift and not just find your gift, but then give it away. And so um, I really see that you're doing that in your business and with everything that you do and the women that you help. And so it's just really, really inspiring. So thank you so much. Yes, (laughs) it's been a passion of mine. I do a lot of volunteer work also for um, refugee shelters. And I I work with um, women's shelters here in, um, in the place where I live at the moment. And it's just that's where I'm I've really made my pain my purpose. I, I am because so, I, I can I can really help them. That's yeah. the amazing thing. I'm. Um, I feel like yes, there's a lot of talk of self love and self care, but we kind of forget self love doesn't mean that you have a Maddie Patty. No, you <laughs> you like self love comes from within, and Deep even I works. still sometimes have to go back to be like this is become next level of self love. Yeah. It's an ongoing journey, and oh, I'm yeah. doing this. Um, challenge it's called elevate the challenge where in 66 days we do certain activities like we meditate we tap and we have a cold shower every day we drink a certain amount of water etc it's just these are things that I've done that helped me really overcome my dark sides and over and something that I'm still using to elevate myself so and that challenge is not here I keep preaching it's like a self-love challenge because we change from within we are not pushing ourselves to do more workout because we need another app no we do workout because we love ourselves we love our body and we need to look after ourselves mind body and spirit because that is how we see the world if I look if I don't look after myself and that means when I'm tired I go to sleep if I don't want to go to that party I say no and that's accepted and I'm also having people around me who accept my boundaries because that's the next thing where you are just like if you don't have respect for yourself you don't have boundaries for yourself you don't you 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 are constantly justifying your your nose or you're justifying your your life or whatever it is so it's it's so this challenge that I'm doing is about learning to love yourself and then doing things that are good for you but coming from a place of of self-love not coming from another punishment because I think Louise Hayes says that all the time um we've punished ourselves enough yeah so I've came up with I've come up with this with this challenge where we really we do these things and if you are if you haven't done all the things that we say we do that's part of the challenge you love yourself and say that's okay maybe that's enough for me I don't start over on day one again um no you keep going it's 66 days and it's a way for you to love yourself more it's a way for you to find more self-awareness and to to 
to learn how to nurture yourself because you love yourself so much, not because someone tells you you need to have abs or you need to be running that many miles or you need to be doing this and that in order to be the perfect human or the perfect mom or, you know, all of these ideas. Um, some people tell us to get up at 5 a.m. and then meditate for two hours and then do this, then do this. No. So I've come up with this challenge where we have all these great modalities and we find a way for you to integrate that into your day because we're still living, we're still having, we still have jobs, we still have families, we still have a life and we still have other things. And integrating certain things that are good for us in a way that is working in your life because you are worthy of change, because you're worthy of elevating yourself, of because you are worthy of, of being loved and you're worthy yeah. of your own love. You don't have to give away everything to everyone else in order to, to prove your worth in this world. Yeah, um, that's the idea behind the challenge. I just thought of that when you said um, there are so many changes and so many, so many ideas on self-love. And I feel there's a little bit of misconception of self-love out there, especially in the coaching world. And it's a lot of like, yes, let's love ourselves. It also means go through the dark places. It also yeah. means feeling your emotions. Like I feel the self-love thing is like, yes, I have a tea and maybe I sit and let's have all got like, I don't know, this high vibe women's circle and hold our it's hearts. it's a superficial and- level of things where it's like, you yeah. know, go get a facial, go get a massage. And all of that is self-care for sure. Important aspects of life. But that's really what, you know, one of the many reasons that inspired me to do this podcast was that self-love in itself there's just so many aspects and it's deep inner work it really is deep inner work and you know all the things you just mentioned you know we did an episode on uh self-respect and self-worth and those things are just the base key components to you really gaining strong self-esteem and um feeling whole and feeling good within yourself and feeling that balance in your life or counterbalance in your life And so, um, yeah, yeah. What I love about how, how tapping helped me integrate self-love into my life more is getting from the head because there's a lot of talk about it. There's a lot of like, you can read so many books on it and how to get the knowledge and get it into your body and feel it. Because that's the next step. One thing is the whole thing of like acquainting all this information. And then, so now what I do with it? How do I, how do I change? How do I love myself? Like, okay, love myself. I love myself. And part of you says bullshit. No, you don't. Look at you. No, you're ugly. Look at you. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. So coming from self-loathing to self-loving is a journey. And it's like I say, it's an ongoing journey. And tapping can speed up that journey a little bit. Mm -hmm. And tapping can actually integrate the changes. So it's not about, it's not even about the speeding up. It's about the actual changes that take place when you tap the message you send to your body, the message that gets sent to your brain, that that's where tapping, that's what I love about tapping. It's not just talking, it's an actual change that is happening. And there's a lot of knowledge. I see that with so many of my clients and the people I speak about, they, knowledge is out there. Knowledge is, it's not, it's not really the problem. Once you're on the quest to changing and to personal development, you have the tools and you can do it Mm. and then it's like okay well how what that's where tapping comes in that's where tapping really helps you get the knowledge from your head into your body yeah absolutely yeah I mean with me and 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 my journey to finding self-tapping was um 
you know, I was going through a shitty breakup, <laughs> uh, like the, the most traumatic heartbreak of my life. And uh, I was really not doing well. And um, I had a very dear friend of mine, um, you know, saw me doing all of the, the steps that I possibly could and using all of my tools from my toolbox um, and just still struggling. And in the midst of it, I was introduced to a, a tapping coach. And um, she was, I have to say, life-saving in the fact that, you know, I... I just didn't know what to do. And my energy was so stuck and I felt so depressed and so down and I'm still dealing with resonance of it, but, you know, working with her really made me realize that, um, you know, I have been described sometimes as a high energy person and, um, I don't, I took a long time for me to sort of come to terms with the fact that I am high energy because I have such lows and I was burning myself out all the time. So I was like, why do I feel like this if I'm such high energy? Um, but what happens was I had a therapist a few years ago mentioned to me, you know, you're so high energy. And then what seems to happen is a pattern with you is that whenever you feel stuck or stagnant or your life is not moving along or you're not you're not creating movement and and getting those um emotions out of your body that's when you fall into depression and so i really found that okay i don't have the motivation right now to go work out crazy workouts and do all these things that i know will help bring those happy hormones and things back into my life but what can I do? And she really taught me about tapping and um, especially through like panic attacks and things like that. And it was, it was life-changing because it's a way for, for, it was a way for me to, in the moment, especially in pan, in a panic attack, when you feel like you can't do anything else, you know, to tap on it. And of course it didn't like completely take it away, but it very, um, it very much helped it go away faster. And it made me become so much more present and realizing that I'm safe. I'm okay. It was like me being able to communicate to my body that like, I'm safe. I'm here. I'm okay. And, um, yeah, it was really, it was, like I said, I was originally skeptical about the whole thing, but when you're in a state of like desperation and heartbreak, you're like, yeah. I'll try anything. <laughs> yeah. like, let, yeah. like, let me get at it. And I was just yeah, so amazed. And so, uh, my favorite one, um, which I still use, like, I mean, I should use it every day, probably more than I should, but the, the butterfly tapping where you're like going like this, like during when a, sort of a oh, heightened yeah. emotional situation that has been life-changing to me. Like sometimes I will just do it. Even if I start feeling a little bit stressed and it's amazing. So I feel like anyone who's skeptical or unsure or, um, you know, has their questions about it, like needs to look into it, needs to contact my Anne girl or my girl and <laughs> here, because it's, it's really, it seems something like it's so simple, but sometimes the most simple things are that foundation block that we're missing. So, yes. And it's, it's, I mean, for those who are skeptical, I would say just try it and see for yourself what happens. Yeah. Um, Because you can't, nothing can go wrong. You don't just compulse. Uh, you just, you, nothing, <laughs> nothing happens. You, it's, you, you know, you can't, you can't do it wrong. Nothing, nothing happens. Just give it a try. See how it feels. I um, have an Instagram account. It's called Team Elevate. And um, there I've got lots of tappings as well. So if you're skeptical about it, try it. 
And then also it's an evidence-based method by the American Psychological Association Division. So they just don't take anything for, um, as it, it is evidence-based. It is it is a tool that has been heavily researched for the last three decades. And there's a lot of research out there. And mark my words, five to 10 years from now, tapping is going to go mainstream. Oh, and yeah. if you go into it now, you will you will get all the benefits earlier than everyone else. It's, it's just, it's, it's such a powerful, effective method. It sort of reminds me of like yoga back in the day where everyone was like, you know, it's, it's for hippies. It's like not, you know, whatever. Or going vegan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like this, like this taboo sort of rare thing. And it's like, no, no, no. It's just that Western medicine is starting to catch up with Eastern medicine. And we're just learning all of this. Okay. So my next question to you is, how can tapping be used in different areas of people's lives? Like, I feel like it can be used in so many different ways, but what are some of the main ways that you see or teach clients how to use it and when to use it, where to use it? So the very simple and vast answer to this is it can be applied to anything. So you have, as I said, you can use it in in an emergency moment. So when you have panic attack, when you have when you're really emotionally, really, really agitated, um, maybe if you don't, maybe you don't might you don't even have to have a panic attack, but you just might be super stressful. For those moms who are listening to this, um, we know that it can be super stressful when your kid has a little tanty and you need to stay calm and you need to have a regulated nervous system so you are safe for your children or if you have um exams you're going through for example you have this oh my god I'm a little bit nervous I'm like it doesn't have to be a panic attack it doesn't have to be a depression it doesn't have to be so severe but still there's a lot of discomfort inside of you that you're feeling and maybe I don't know depending on how much in touch you are with your emotions because there's another thing a lot of us have never really distinguished like I ran around with anxiety and depression for almost two or three decades of my life without knowing it Mm. and um when I found I was like oh that was this weird feeling so maybe you let's just call it there's a pressure inside of you. There is something that doesn't feel good. And you're like, maybe you have difficulties breathing. So mm, I'm going away from the calling the emotions because this is another learning curve that we ha- as, as I think as a collective has to have to go through as well. Understanding what emotions are, naming them. And I might even go so far saying naming them doesn't even matter, just feeling those emotions Mm -hmm. and allowing them to be there. So when you feel something inside of you that is not really feeling good, use tapping and you don't have to be able to name this. Oh, this is anxiety. Or this is now my anger coming up. Or this is this. You don't even need to know where this is coming from. You don't have to go to five years of therapy to unheal all the wounds that happened in childhood. You can say, I am stressed out and I'm ready to let this go. I am stressed out and you tap on it. You tap on the issue and you can have a conversation with yourself or you can have a conversation even with your best friend or your mom or you, whoever is your trusting person um, while you tap. So this is a really cool trick that I like to do when I catch up with friends and we talk about things. And sometimes we go into, oh, this is not working and that is not working. I say, wait. 
tell me about it because you need to let it out, but tap on it. So while you complain about it, you tap on it and you might see the issue differently after that. And the venting is something that is important and the tapping helps you see things differently. Yeah, And it can be integrated in a morning routine, for example, where you just say, I allow myself to have a good day. Maybe there's an issue. Let's say it's self-love. You're realizing self-love is something you want to deal with. Integrate tapping in your morning routine. Say 10 minutes, I'm going to do a lot of tapping on self-love. If you need help or guidance with it, come join my page. I've got lots of guided tappings around that topic as well. So all you need to do is just press play and I would guide you through it or other experts. I don't know. how. The important thing is you do it. And after a while, you get the hang of it. And all you do is you integrate that into your life for either one pressing topic in the moment or some an issue in your life that you want to work on. Like I do a lot of um, fundamental self-love, self-finding work with the people in the community in my membership. Mm-hmm. And um, we also focus a lot on dating, but there's a topic that each and everyone wants to work on. And that might take a week, that might take a month, that might take six months, whatever it takes. But tapping really, really helps you integrating it. And I also use it and as, so throughout the day, when I go throughout my day, limiting beliefs come up like, oh my God, I'm not worthy of money. I'm not worthy of being paid for what I do, or I'm not worthy of, I don't know, mm-hmm. whatever comes up. I write these things down and then I tap on them by the yeah. end of the day. So this is it's this is how, how, how I use it. And in other Another really powerful method is morning pages with tapping. So yeah. morning pages is where you just write down stream of consciousness in the morning without thinking. You just write down what comes up, pen to paper, let it flow. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to be the great best breakthroughs. It can be completely idiotic, but it is something that is within you. So this is an emotional hygiene this is your shower for your emotions I like to call it Mm -hmm. this is you just write this down three and then you do three pages of it two pages whatever works for you um then you stop and then you go back and you read those pages out loud to yourself or if you live with other people it doesn't have to be out loud but you read them to yourself and you go through the tapping points while you read that out I feel like the tapping and journaling there's an extra healing and an extra freeing layer to it. Yeah. Um, obviously, you can use tapping for stop binge eating, any bad habit you have and you want to change, you can use tapping. You can, so you can use tapping as like, there's one issue I want to work through. And this is like kind of a therapy thing that you that you do. And you use tapping to break through this habit, to break through the limiting belief. And then there's this, I like to call it intuitive tapping where you connect to your subconscious, where you connect to your intuition and you tap while you let everything out that needs to be let out. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like that is a powerful tool. Even when you have a shower, just tap a moment. Sometimes when you're new to tapping, I like to tell people, put on a timer for 10 minutes, tap the tapping points and just breathe. You just mm-hmm. tap and breathe. Um, because where a lot of people get stuck is, um, what do I say? Mm. And it's sometimes you can just say one word like this stress, this stress. But sometimes we don't 
feel like the, the, the talking and the finding the issue and the finding the the problem at the moment stresses you out even more. So maybe make it a routine or before going to bed, you just sit down and you tap and you breathe. It's kind of like a meditative tapping state, but it takes the stress out of needing to say the right things. Mm. Um, that's why guided tappings are good or that's why people come to like have an actual tapping expert where they can do the saying for you. It's more, that's more the healing work. But if you want to integrate that into your life, that's another really easy thing to do. 10 minutes, tap and breathe. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's super important when you're getting started in something. I know when people first get into meditation, they're like, am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? Like, what am I supposed to be thinking about? What am I not supposed to be thinking about? And it's the same thing with tapping. Like don't overthink it, you know, um, really start with the basics. Like you said, put it on for 10 minutes and just allow yourself to sort of be present, be in the moment, see what comes up with your emotions and your feelings. Um, and then, and then go from there. And I think that like the content that you create, um, is amazing for that because it's really simple and really easy for anyone to watch, start doing and implementing in their life in just small ways. And like you said, you don't have to start this whole morning routine with like two hours of this and one hour of this. It's like, no, take 10 minutes, you know, to meditate, take 10 minutes to tap on something. Uh, take 10 minutes to journal and you are going to set yourself up for the day in a much more beautiful way than if you were hopping on your phone right away, for example. Exactly. Um, yeah. And- I offer free tappings every Wednesday on Instagram. So if oh. anyone wants to come in and see how that works. So every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Um, Central European time, I do a free tapping um so if anyone wants to find that out and check out tapping then they come and that's recorded on my instagram as well so they they get these live tapping things as well and in the membership we do two live tapping sessions mondays and fridays so you there's yeah if you follow me and if you really want to go into it there's a lot of free content for you to find out and see if that's something for you and that's that the kind of tapping um i do if that's helpful for you because i have a lot of clients and and even friends who say yes I love tapping and I know the benefits of it but I'm also not into doing it myself I want you to do it for me so that was kind of the reason why I did the membership where I was like okay I've got so many people who want to tap with me um and one-on-one tapping is fine but it's also very time and cost intense so I wanted to create something that's accessible and something that you can actually go to so if you join the membership you actually have an archive full of hundreds of different things. So we tap on sleep issues, we tap on acne, we tap on um, anxiety, we tap on feeling your emotions, we tap on feeling stuck, we tap on um, owning your beauty, connecting to your intuition. Um, When you have um, your period, you have your, your, your fear of pain, we tap on that. And we tap, so on all, you think of a topic and that's all we tap on. And these are guided. So you can always go back and see what you need for the, for the day as well. I love that. I it's you can tell you're passionate about something and you want to provide that to the world when you're, you know, you're you're offering free um value to the world like that. That's amazing. So everyone check out on you said Wednesdays? Was it Wednesdays, 10 a.m. Wednesdays, yeah. 10 a.m. Gotta check that out. And you're absolutely right. You know, when I first started uh meditation, 
my mind was in such a negative, um, you know, self-talking state that sitting there and doing it on my own seemed so impossible at the time. And so I really got into it. Like now everyone who knows me knows I meditate at least 10, 15 minutes a day, sometimes even more if I'm super stressed. And I got into that through guided meditation. And so if you're nervous or you're unsure, like search out these things and has got lots of content, but there's lots of guided, um, you know, things that can bring you into, uh, these, uh, topics and, and helps and healings that, um, you're new to. So just be open-minded and. And I also think a combination of things. So, um, like I was super into meditating and then I, I think I'm, I don't know, name a thing. And I've tried, I've, I've really tried, tried it all. And then <laughs> but finding a combination of like, sometimes tapping might help you because you are in front of an audience or you're about to send, hold a presentation. I can't really go deep and feel my feelings that deeply and go into a meditative state or whatever. Um, I, maybe I have 15 minutes. So I tap 10 minutes, or maybe I actually have an entire day to myself. And it's like, you know what, sitting in stillness is super important and being with myself is important. That's a lesson I learned last year where I said, how about I feel my anxiety instead of tapping it away? Because there's also such a powerful thing in feeling your feelings. Um, And that's like emotional freedom technique helps you do that, helps you go there. And sometimes... I know it's hard, but you've got to feel your shit. You've got to feel your you feelings. Yeah. And it's so, so painful. And I'm, I assure you, once you've felt them, they're not coming back. Yeah. So uh, going into a meditative state, sitting in stillness, and all these all these self-help modalities can also become the new addiction. Like I'm the new, I, I help myself so much. I'm on the healing journey. I'm on the healing. Yeah, we can heal all the time but we have mm-hmm. also got a life to live. Yeah. And sometimes healing is a new form from running away. So mm-hmm. being in the present and being and sitting with your emotions and giving yourself that space is also important. Of course, if it gets too yeah. much tap, meditate or do whatever, or breath work or whatever whatever works for you. Um, I just feel like sometimes the tapping or the, the, the self, the personal development world is so much into let's improve, let's improve, let's improve. And we forget, that's what we are here for, to remind us we do that because we love ourselves, because we deserve something better, but we don't do that to become perfect. We don't have to be perfect to be loved. So I feel like sometimes yeah. we are in this in this journey of inner work and doing the work and like a manifesting, manic manifesting. And it's like, we forget why we are doing this. We forget why we started. We're here and to live. Coming, yeah, we're he- and, we're come, here and to coming live. back to you. And you, and 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 not just not just tap and meditate and heal yourself all, all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you integrate these different modalities in the combination in your day-to-day life? I think that is very and super important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I was just going to say something else I was thinking of when you were talking about um, journaling and uh, tapping and how it's great to integrate them. Um I almost feel like when I do a really good tapping session, you know, and I'm working through something that's uncomfortable or allowing myself to feel certain things, um, because they say you have to feel to heal. 
um, yeah. that it almost feels like when I'm done, like, you know, when I have a good journaling session or I have a good tapping session, I feel like I've just done self-therapy. Like I've just done an incredible, yeah. um, incredibly amazing therapy session, but it was entirely done through myself and working through and letting myself feel those things that are uncomfortable and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, but in healthy ways. Um, yeah. yeah. So I just, yeah, I can't say enough about tapping and I know you can't either. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but I wanted to share some, um, uh, some uh, facts that I found from some uh, clinical trials actually around tapping, because like I said, I was someone who coming into it was super skeptical. I know lots of people still are very, you know, feel taboo about the topic and, you know, it is going to change. I know that, but just so people know, there are already hundreds of studies that have been done or incorporated with tapping elements and the evidence they've found has been incredible. So I was just reading an article um, yesterday um, uh, about these studies. So emotional freedom technique, EFT, is an evidence-based self-help therapeutic method. And over 100 studies demonstrate its efficacy. However, information about the psychological effects of EFT is limited at the moment. The current study sought to um, elucidate EFT's mechanisms of action across the central nervous system by measuring heart rate vari variability and heart coherence, the circulatory system using resting heart rate and blood pressure, the endocrine system using cortisol, and the immune system using salvatory immune, oh my gosh, hold on, immunoglobin, immunoglobin? A okay. I'm so sorry for anyone who's who's a scientist or anything like that listening to me. You know what I mean. Um, the second aim was to measure psychological symptoms. So participants were enrolled in a four day training workshop held in different locations. At one workshop, participants also received comprehensive psychological testing. So post test, significant declines were found in anxiety by forty percent depression by 35%, post-traumatic stress disorder by 32%, physical pain and ailments by 57%, cravings by 74%, and overall um, happiness increase was reported to be 31% of an increase. Um, hold on here, there's more information. Yeah, they are using tapping now in hospitals where people have pain and you that there is no explanation or that nothing can help them anymore. Mm -hmm. And they're using tapping to help these kind of patients. So it's um I had one big breakthrough when I I had a huge headache. Like I could I had to lie on the on the on the floor that was just a couple of months ago and I was I had I don't know what happened, but I just had this huge, it wasn't migraine, but it was something really heavy. And I usually, I don't take medication really. Mm -hmm. And I was at the point where I was like, I'm going, I need to take something. Yeah. And then I thought, no, I preach about tapping all the time. It's supposed to help with pain as well. So let's just give it a try. And I, I, I didn't trust my own method in that moment. And I was, and I wasn't so much pain. I didn't, I didn't even feel like doing it, but I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I did a tapping for about, I think 15 minutes um, of about this headache. And I kid you not, 30 minutes later, it was gone. It was completely gone. 
And I was like, well, wait, what? And I was like, well, I mean, of course, I've read about this and I've seen this. And um, so EFT became evidence-based because they've started to use um, MRT stents scans MRT it's in English isn't it yeah MRT scans so brain scans in which they see um, they've started that with food cravings so um, tapping can also help with food cravings and getting into a healthy diet they had um, the brain and they showed I think it was a Snickers bar or something but they showed the yummy yummy piece of chocolate and um, the brain lit up so they wanted to have Mm. it after I'd let I I hope I'm not quoting it wrong but I I think it was eight sessions of tapping so one session a week or two sessions a week but it was very short after eight tapping sessions these brain scans showed that nothing lit up after they have been shown a sneakers bar that's so you could see that it is working yeah and more and more of these scans are happening they've just started it last year or the year before, I think. I mean, don't quote me on when exactly everything happened, but it's these pictures are out there and they were a huge success. There's a woman in Australia called Peter Stapleton mm-hmm. who also wrote a book on the science behind tapping. She is the one that is really pushing forward the science behind tapping. And she comes out with new studies all the time and it's just absolutely amazing and mind-blowing what they are doing. And yeah. her work has actually really helped to make tapping accessible in the also in the therapy like in in the therapy uh world yeah. where where it's not only is like it's not only this woo woo weird kind of oh yeah we tap on ourselves to get our chi and our <laughs> energy done. you know i've got i still hear that a lot and she is doing a lot of work to get away from this woo woo kind of thing mm-hmm. where whereas actually people like tony robbins he uses tapping yeah. people like um mel robbins she they they all they are huge influences they are huge in the personal development world and they use this they have learned this russell bryant he's using that he's like a lot of people are who are trustworthy and who actually don't bullshit around this kind of thing they 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 use tapping and they they are like oh my god i'm mind blown on how much it has helped me and how much this is this is working and yeah peter stapleton from australia she's doing a lot of a lot of science-backed work now there are and then obviously they use a modality in which tapping had to be standardized this is the tapping points that you use and these for example are the tapping points i use mm-hmm. because i come from Yes, I have a huge spiritual, let's say, background or understanding and belief. And I also love science. I love yeah. seeing facts. And I love seeing like, like, oh, my God, that helped. Oh, the brain actually lit up. And now it's not. Well, that's amazing. I just, I <laughs> I love. Or when you see the cortisol level, actually, you could, they, they measured it and they could actually see it's going down. So it's it's not just where you say a lot of people say, especially when I started doing this, I had a lot of people saying, yeah, I mean, if you feel it's it's helping, it's helpful. I mean, I had a lot of support when I was going through my healing journey and redefining my career and all that. So people were very cute and kind with me, but I could see in their faces, a lot of people came from the corporate world and were like very successful and also some scientists and they were like, yes, that's cute. So I'm convincing them and or have convinced them that that is actually helping. And um yeah, I'm currently writing a book about that and 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 what is like what how how tapping has actually helped me as well in these yeah. kind of in these kind of moments. And um yeah, so even those skeptical people around me, 
um, who were very cute and compassionate when I started this and very supporting. Um, but I could see in their faces and feel in their energy that they were like, oh my God, I, I hope she's going to come out and do something real. Like, please, she's, what? she's going to tap on her face and help people with it. Okay, well, I'm glad it helped her. But now they're like, actually, you know what? They share all these articles with me. Oh my God, it was in the news. And oh my God, this is, I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Like once and- you know something helps and then the science comes out to back it, you're just like, hey guys, like I told you so. Exactly. It's just, it's also a little bit of an ego, like an ego booster. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I felt it. I think too, though, it's like, even for the most skeptical of people, like, you know, for example, like reading this stuff, um, I'll just say a little bit more about it too, is like that they found significant declines on psychological effects as well, that, you know, it reduced anxiety uh, by 40%, depression by 35%, post-traumatic stress disorder by 32%, um, uh, 57% physical pain. 74% cravings decreased. Oh, I already mentioned some of this. Sorry. Um, And then the other significant findings too, was that it lowered the cortisol levels by 37%, uh, the diastolic blood pressure by uh, 8% and um, the systolic blood pressure by 6%. So overall they're confirming that, you know, these are, these are clinical studies um, that they're indicating that EFT results in positive health effects, as well as increased uh, mental well-being, lowers anxiety, cortisol levels, helps with immunity and heart rate variability. So th- this is like proven stuff. But even if people, you know, still feel skeptical, even about the science, it's like, all right, we can all agree on one thing that the placebo effect is real. And of course, you know, that's probably what a lot of them were sort of alluding to when they're like, yeah, okay, it works for you. Yay, we're happy. But you know, um, there are things where, you know, regardless of if you agree with it or not, if it's working for somebody, the power of belief, the power of, you know, those things, it, it, it is important to know. It is important that, you know, these are scientific findings and that whether you believe in it or not, it's helping people. And so not only just on that, because like, you know, it's not just a placebo effect, even though the placebo effect is an important aspect of many of these things. Like, I think a lot of the time when people think of like the woo woo spiritual stuff, they're like, oh, OK, it's it may be working for them, but it's placebo. But no, yeah. more and more as the as the money and the funding comes into this stuff, the studies are lining up with the facts and what everyone has been experiencing for such a long time. So, Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So I have a couple more questions for you. you know, my, my family is just coming home. Hi, monkey. <laughs> Hi, my love. How are you? <laughs> okay. Hi, darling. I'm on a, I'm on the podcast. I'm working right now. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be right out. <laughs> okay. Um, so cute. Um, so what do you think is the best way to tackle skepticism about tapping? I know we sort of talked about that a little bit, but, um, you know, what would you say to someone who is like completely not for it or is sort of trying to dispel it? I am not here to convince anyone of anything. I'd Mm -hmm. say, okay, then leave it. And maybe you need to become more desperate in order to get to the moment where you want to try it. And 
that would be my ultimate tip it's like give it a try but if you don't if you if it's not for you then it's not for you then that's fine I'm not here to convince anyone I'm mm -hmm. also not here to like push um, evidence to someone if they are not ready I feel like when you're ready for something you are yeah um, best example is I when I was in very toxic and unhealthy relationships people sent me books and um articles on codependency on like toxic relationships on all that I didn't want to have a bar of it I didn't want to know it I was like what the fuck no leave me alone and a couple of years later I was like well what was that article again like can you like you're finally ready for that information so I reached out because I needed that information and I think if someone is completely skeptical you've got your you've, you've got your right to do that it's it's fine I mean I can quote all sorts of um, evidence and 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 stuff and I don't know tell you how amazing it was for me but if it doesn't feel right don't don't do it and um, if you are skeptical but you still want to try it I can encourage you to do it because there's there are no side effects and mm -hmm. you can't do it wrong there is nothing that can go wrong you don't need a therapist to do this you can do that alone um you don't need it's for free you don't need anything or anyone to do that you can find um like i say i've got a lot of free content there are other people who give out free content you can go and try it out in your bedroom by yourself you don't have to tell anyone about it if it's too weird for you or um just give it a try that's what i would say and if yeah. you need more evidence google it reach out to me talk to me if you like if you are if the, the reasons why you're so skeptical are you afraid of changing are you afraid of um trying something that is a bit weird and different i mean i tap with my community and with my girls and with my people on zoom and sometimes we even laugh because we're like we are weirdos because we tap on zoom and on our faces <laughs> in order in order to feel better in order to like up level it's like it, it's different but if you are curious reach out let's give it a try and if you completely are off it and want to want to find evidence on why it's not working feel free to do that as well <laughs> I think the more that people study it to disprove these things they're just going to find how exactly, effective exactly, they yeah. truly are <laughs> yes so I think if someone is really just against it it might just be their subconscious mind saying I don't want to change no 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 things that actually help no things that would actually help me get to the next level because changes are, un are unsafe they are scary and getting out of our comfort zone is a huge step and it's a huge thing so our subconscious mind does everything to avoid that so skepticism I would ask yourself, what are you afraid of? Why are you so afraid of the changes? Why are you afraid of just trying it? Because mm -hmm. I think it might be your, a part of you saying, oh my God, I would change. And then a lot will change. And that's unsafe. Let's just stay where we are. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, where can people find you online and contact you about EFT coaching if they're interested? Um mostly on Instagram. I have um, an Instagram account called Tap With Anne, and I have an Instagram account set for Team Elevate and that's E-L-L-A-V-A-T-E. So Team Elevate and um, yes, that's best where you can reach me. Um, I have a website, teamelevate.com and that's Instagram. I use Instagram mostly. That's yeah. just, I love that platform. <laughs> yeah, it's a good platform for that sort of thing. Well, um, Thank you so much, Anne, for coming onto the podcast and sharing your awesome wisdom about EFT tapping. Thank you so much. Yeah, and, and everything about it. And I'm just so excited to um, share this with everyone and 
you know, just be open-minded, have an open heart. And, you know, like we said, if you're not ready for it, fine. Um, I think you should do your research on it though, before making any sort of opinions about it. But, you know, sometimes it does take people getting to a point of desperation before they're willing to try certain things or open up and that's fine, you know, wherever you're at, wherever you're at. But I think it's important to, um, understand something before trying to judge it. Um, so I hope that if nothing else, if you are, you're interested, give it a try, contact Anne. Um, if not, at least you've learned and opened up your mind to what this modality can be and how it can be of help of you. And you know that it's a tool in your to- toolbox that you can use in the future. So, um, thank you, Anne, for everything. And, um, thank you everyone for listening. And, um, Please give Anne and uh, the Academy of Self-Love podcast a follow on Instagram and um, keep the, the ratings and reviews coming in and lots of love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening and watching and um, we'll see you all next time. Thank you so much. (laughs) Bye for now.